A knock on the door in the wee hours of the morning is never a good thing, and for the Elliott family, it brought the news that their 22-year-old son, John, had been in an auto accident with a drunk driver and sadly lost his life. Through their grief and pain, the Elliott family has been able to turn that tragedy into something to help others. Hello and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. With me now is founder of the Hero Campaign, John's father, Bill Elliott, and my good friend. Thank you so much for being with me, Bill. Thank you, Robin. It's been a while since we've actually seen each other in person with COVID and so forth, but we've known each other, I think, geez, over 30 years now. And I remember when this happened, I had just had my son, who's now 21. I was holding him in my arms. I walked downstairs the day after I brought him home from the hospital, and my mom handed me a newspaper article explaining and sh uh, showing what happened with your son. And it just was unbelievable. And I'm sure you felt that way, too. And I'm just amazed at what you've done these past 20 some years, uh, being able to turn this into something positive for other people. But the first thing that you did was to get a law in the books called John's Law. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yes. Uh, we appealed to our legislators uh, at the time, Senator Gormley and uh, Assemblyman Blee and Lefevre, and asked if they could pass a law to close the loophole that allowed uh, the man to uh, be back on the road after he was arrested for drunk driving, then released to a friend the same evening and then got back behind the wheel, killing himself and, and our son. Uh, it's, it's the worst nightmare any parent could imagine. Uh, we don't like to relive uh, that moment. I don't like to really talk about it, to be honest I know. with you. I know. Uh, it's way too painful. But what came out of that was uh, a law uh, that now requires police to impound the cars of drunk drivers for 12 hours so they can't get back behind the wheel while they're still intoxicated. And that law has been in effect since 2001 and accounts for over 30,000 uh, arrests every year in New Jersey. And therefore all those cars are impounded. So we, we hope that that law has saved lives. Uh, it was bittersweet, obviously. It, it cost our son's life for that law to be passed. Uh, but we think something good has come out of that. And so that makes us feel good. It's amazing what you have done and how you've pulled something from your inner strength to be able to do this and create the Hero Campaign. Where did that name come from and what inspired you to do it? Uh, at the uh, Naval Academy, our son had just graduated from the Naval Academy in the class of 2000. He was what's called a hero officer. It stands for Human Education Resource Officer. It's a peer advocate, uh, mentor, friend, a person that helps uh, a fellow shipmates, classmates with their personal problems. And he was so good at it, so caring, so thoughtful that he was named the hero, hero of the year. Uh, there actually is a leadership program at the Naval Academy uh, in John's memory because of his involvement in the character development program at the Naval Academy. Uh, so we took that concept of the hero and we applied it to our campaign, which promotes designated driving. So the hero literally is the designated driver who keeps his friends safe by giving them a, a ride home whenever they've had too much to drink. Uh, my wife, Muriel, likes to say that the cure for drunk driving is a designated driver. And uh, since we launched the hero campaign uh, in the fall of 2000, 
we've had hundreds of thousands of people take what we call the hero pledge on our website, pledging to uh, not to drink and drive and to be designated drivers. It's incredible that you found the strength to do that uh, out of such a tragedy that it's unimaginable. But your family is very uh, religious, very spiritual, very close, and you were able to come together and do that. Uh, how did you, I remember you uh, on our, our television station back then when I worked for the TV station and you and I co-hosted a show together saying that you would use every fiber of your being. I remember those words to try to prevent this tragedy from happening to another family. But where did you find the strength, Bill? How, how did you do it? Well, it's the love for our son, obviously. Uh, you know, love is even more powerful than grief. And uh, there are times when we have just felt like just quitting and just stepping away and just living a private life and not being out in the public this way. But <clears throat> we don't think that that's what John would have wanted if if in his memory, we could save others from going through what we've been through. Uh, and so uh, we, 10 years ago, we created a hero walk to uh, ask the community to both support the campaign, uh, help us raise money for the campaign, but also be an opportunity for victim families, others who have lost loved ones to drunk driving, uh, to come together and give them some hope uh, that there is an answer uh, to this horrible uh, this horrible plague on our country, really. 10,000 people a year are killed by drunk drivers, tens of thousands more are injured. Uh, and virtually nobody goes through life without knowing somebody close to them who's been involved in an alcohol-related accident. Uh, and we want that to end. And you have done so many wonderful things with this campaign over the years. And I particularly like that you reach out to younger people in high school and in college. Tell us about that and how that came about. Well, we have a number of programs with uh, college and high school students. We have a video program in, in high schools uh, where media departments create uh, messages and videos and commercials promoting designated driving and the importance of not driving uh, while impaired. You know, students in high school are not old enough to drink, but they certainly know people who do. And they've got older brothers and sisters and parents uh, who drink. And so uh, to get them this message while they're still young and before they're driving, we think is important. And they accept it and embrace it. Uh, we find that young people are some of our biggest supporters. <clears throat> we also have a program at the college level where we ask colleges to nominate and pick a hero of the year designated driver uh, from one of their students who uh, particularly is uh, dedicated to giving rides home for, for their friends. And uh, we put their picture on a billboard and call them the hero of the year. So that's another program we have that uh, we think is, is well received and uh, it really gives the proper recognition where it belongs. You came from a marketing and PR background, so I know you used a lot of that to do this. And have you seen attitudes change in the 20-some years that the HERO campaign has been established? Yeah, we did a, a study. A poll was taken by the Hughes Center at Stockton University in Pomona, and they found that uh, the awareness of the campaign in the South Jersey area is over 60%. Uh, most people hear and know about the campaign through billboards and our and our media campaign. 
but they also uh, show that 40% of the people changed their behavior and became designated drivers because of the HERO campaign. So it, it basically is a constant reminder of the right thing to do, which is to uh, you know, lend a helping hand to those people that you're with uh, to make sure they get home safely. You also have gotten bars and taverns, and taverns involved and also Uber as well, Uber and Lyft. Yeah, um, we thought that uh, over the holidays, one thing we could do is to give rides home to people from bars and taverns and clubs in the Atlantic City area. So we uh, <clears throat> we partnered with Uber and uh, we gave a thousand rides home uh, in 2019 before the pandemic hit. Uh, to people in our area, and uh, we think that's a program we'd like to continue once things are back to normal. If that ever happens, let's hope it's been it's been a long road for everyone. Uh, and you also have a golf tournament uh, and a walk coming up, but you also partnered with uh, sports teams as well. So you've done mm -hmm. a lot with this program. Tell us about the the sporting events that you got involved in. Well, we uh, partner with. Uh, uh, professional sport teams, uh, the Phillies, uh, the Giants, and uh, most notably the New England Patriots, uh, who signed people up to be designated drivers at their games. And the Patriots in particular uh, sign up and register over 20,000 people a year uh, at both the Patriots and their soccer team, the Revolutions Games. Uh, and they use a digital uh, a registration system we have so they can literally scan a QR code into their smartphone, goes right to our website, and they can download an ID card, which is good for a free soft drink when they're at the stadium. So it's, it's another great win-win, uh, and it's a, uh, it's a program that engages fans uh, more than just the message alone, ask them to raise their hand, to vote, and to say, I'm going to be a designated driver. That is a wonderful program. And when somebody makes that kind of commitment, it, it sort of solidifies it in their mind that they're actually saying, yes, I will do this. And I know you also have taverns giving free soft drinks as well for the designated mm -hmm. drivers who are the actual heroes. And we've talked about this before. You don't really know how many people's lives you've saved with all of these programs. Well, of course, if we've saved just one, it would make us feel good. Uh, we think we've done better than that. Uh, but, you know, there's no way to describe and uh, people say they, they can't imagine what it would be like. I think most people could imagine it. I think if if I told you that you're going to get a knock on the door at four uh. in the morning tomorrow that said that one of your uh, one of your children is dead, uh, I think people would know how, how how profoundly that would affect their lives. And so. Um, you know, if if we have saved just one life, it's worth it. But we think we've done better than that. And we'll just keep going until hopefully uh, we end this scourge in our country. But it's going to take a lot of help from a lot of people. And that's why we have all these programs. Has it been difficult over COVID? And do you feel that in some ways your message has been overshadowed by all the news about COVID? Oh, I think everybody has. It's everyone has had to put a pause on their their individual organizations while COVID just takes precedent. But, you know, uh, we're resilient, uh, the country's resilient, and uh, everything just sort of bounces back in its own time, and we're bouncing back too. This walk we're having uh, on Saturday, October 17th, uh, has been delayed for two years because of COVID, but we find that 
people are registering, sponsors are coming back, and the message still resonates and is still as important as ever. Uh, people during the uh, COVID pandemic uh, were drinking as much as ever before. Yeah, uh, maybe more. And, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, yeah. out of out of you know relieving their stress or whatever, mm -hmm. but. Uh, once they're back on the road, we want to make sure that they know that this peril continues and it could strike and hit anybody. And yes. that's why we're that's why we exist. Yes. And the walk I've been to many of the walks. I, I have lots of your T-shirts. <laughs> it's an event. I mean, you really put on an event. You have marching bands and students and it's just very lively and upbeat, basically celebrating life uh, at, at the at the walk. Yeah, and uh, and we sh certainly appreciate all your participation over the years, uh, Robin. And My uh, pleasure. Uh, we have a new program where we wrap police cars uh, literally with our our logo and our message. Their entire police car now becomes a hero billboard, and uh, we're going to have a parade of those hero cars at our walk uh, as we lead the walkers down down the boardwalk. So that should be quite a sight and something we're looking forward to. The the walk begins at 11. We have a fun run at 10. You can register for the Hero Walk at uh, HeroWalkRun.org, HeroWalkRun.org. Uh, or you can show up uh, beginning at 9 o'clock uh, on the morning of Sunday, October 17th to register. And the Ocean City Boardwalk. On the Ocean City Boardwalk, yeah. I should say. At 6th Street Civic Center. Okay. And where can people, if they want to take the pledge, where can they learn more about that? I just go to HeroCampaign.org and you'll see a button that says, uh, you know, take the Hero Pledge and you can press on that. Just give your your information. All we really need is your name and your email address. And then you can get you can download a uh, Hero membership card. And for those participating bars, which are also listed on our website, you can get a free soft drink when you're serving as a as a designated driver as a way of saying thank you. So that's uh, that's how we engage the bars and taverns in supporting this program. And, and they are willing participants. They're all happy to participate and to uh, provide that free soft drink. Absolutely. And where do you see the hero campaign going in the future, Bill? Well, as long as we're needed, we'll continue. And uh, as long as people want us to continue, we will. Um, one of the things we've done over the years is we have met, uh, unfortunately, a number of families that have lost their loved ones. Uh, we call them victim families, and and so at our walk we have a memory banner which lists and has displays all the pictures of those loved ones on the banner, and it unfortunately keeps growing every year, uh, but that gives them an opportunity to uh, remember their loved one, and uh, many of them find it very healing and obviously a very moving uh, part of our walk to show them you know, the importance of why we're doing this, even though this is an upbeat, positive campaign, that's why we called it the Hero Campaign. Uh, remembering those people uh, whose lives are lost is a very somber and uh, uh, very uh, serious uh, part of this. It's Sorry. as if, you know, it's like the people going to the 9-11 uh, yes. memorial every year. Uh, you know, it's just as profound as that for people that have lost their loved ones to a drunk yes. driver. Yes, and, it's, and uh, we it, think that drunk driving is the most preventable uh, crime in America uh, because no one goes out uh, on, you know, uh, for an evening of fun and intends to kill or injure anybody. No. But when you become drunk and impaired and you don't know what you're doing, uh, that 
car you're driving becomes a lethal weapon. Yes. Uh, and just as powerful as, as any other weapon. So and the whole point of what you're doing and raising <laughs> funds is to just get that awareness for someone to think ahead. Think we're ahead. A constant we're a that. constant reminder. We're basically a marketing campaign to remind people that if you just have a safe ride home, all these tragedies can be avoided. Bill, you've done such a wonderful job with the hero campaign. You and Muriel, your whole family, just I can't tell you how amazing it is uh, what you've done all these years. And and God bless you. You really, I just, I'm just amazed by it. And, and as you said, you know, no one can imagine. But if you even think about it, uh, tears come to my eyes. You know what your family has gone through. And and thank you for what you've done for everyone in our community, Bill. Well, thank you, Robin, and thanks for your support and. Uh... I uh, hope everyone comes out and joins us on yeah, the 17th and, and participates in our hero walk. And I will be there. I will see you there. Thanks, Bill. Well, thanks, Robin. All right. And uh, thank you for joining me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. We'll see you next time.